This episode of the Golf Gaming Podcast on the Sports Gaming Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet 50 bucks at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet win, bit, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. And we're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their over-under game. Just head over to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to 100 bucks. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to check out our new Discord server, the perfect place to interact and sweat best bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblerpodcast.com slash Discord. Welcome back, DJs, for the open DFS Fatal Four Way. It's your boy Boston Capital with the God of Golf, Steve Shermer. We got Nagels Bagels and Andy Lack on. Boys, are we ready to stay up late and really fuck up our sleep schedule? Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it's a pleasure to be joined by you three as always, and I am uh, incredibly excited to break down what has been called not to be hyperbolic. Um, maybe the most impactful major of our lifetime, some would say. Yeah, lots mm. of people say that. It's, and it makes sense, right? Especially if this live thing goes the way we think it's going to go. And this is going to be the last time we have like a true full field if they end up banning them. Like they already, what, said Norman couldn't go to the dinner. Um, so how, right. how which long is probably Domino Falls? Right, which is probably a tell on which way they're leading when the OWGR vote happens. Right, right. exactly. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Um. Wow, that was kind of an awkward pause. <laughs> are, 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 are we pouring one out for Liv? The fact that they're not going to play any majors again? No, no, it's not that. It's just I I'm mean, ki- I'm kidding. It just yeah. got really somber. For, for, I didn't want to talk uh, over anybody, so I was just waiting. I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah. hi guys. Hi, 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 yeah. I appreciate it. Good to be right. here. Why, why don't we turn up the energy on this podcast? Then I mean, your boy just won three straight technically. So. Yep. Jeff, why don't we start with you since we can get you to talk? Yeah, okay. Go dunk on some people for that you've been putting up with shit for about like three years. Go do it. Listen, I'm really happy that the whole like small field, no cut thing is finally squashed. That makes me feel good. But I am not. Listen, when you have like uh, guys like Capper who always try to like shit on Xander and you have to like defend it all the time, and the goalposts always get moved. So now, like, I'm just, I think that I am, like, I'm glad he won the Scottish Open. Yeah, that was great. I don't know, but I'm not dunking on anybody because I, more than anybody, knows that it doesn't really mean anything. I, I didn't need, I didn't need, that That win didn't do anything for me. It didn't justify anything. Oh, my I'm God. Still- How far have we come where you're telling me that the Scottish fucking Open doesn't mean anything to you? Well, I have to be fair, Capper. When John Rahm went to field. Just listen to me. When Rom was winning the Spanish Open or the Irish Open, all this bullshit stuff, and everybody's, you know, throwing bouquets at Rom, I was like, well, these events don't mean anything. Who cares? This wow. feels I like can't three. Sit here now and say, hey, where are my bouquets? I won, uh, you know, we won now. No, listen, I, the, just, the Spanish Open is nowhere near what the Scottish It's not the point. The point. <laughs> The field was like better than Riviera. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy it for Christ's sake, Nagel. It's, it's fine. It's win. great. But great. He won a week after a major, and now he won a week before a major. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. I, you know, I'm just like, it kind of sucked. I didn't really. People, you, need, uh, you, you need therapy. What? You need therapy. 
this is crazy. How can't you enjoy it? Enjoy I do enjoy it. It's, it's fine. I'm glad that the whole no-cut, small-field bullshit thing is over with. I think we can – I never bought into that to begin with. So, yeah, fine. That's great. But, you know, he's got to win a major. He's got to win a major. And uh, let's, let's, let's transition to the other Xander Uber fan, Andy Lack. And I listen to your podcast. Hey, by the way, great podcast. Uh, I, I listen to the preview pod where you address uh, Xander and everything. It sounded like, though, that you might be not to spoil anything later on the DFS portion. It sounds like you might be taking a position to not necessarily fade Xander, but you're, it seems like you're kind of cool on it for the St. Andrews. I, I guess what's like your unofficial well, take for right now? Well, no. I, well, I don't think he's going to win this week. I'm not going to play him this week, but I definitely feel a lot differently than Jeff in terms of the significance. But me and Jeff have always differed on this with Xander. I was always the one saying, get on the fucking board, get on the fucking board. DJ, Phil, all these guys started winning majors in their early 30s. He's 28. Start winning on the PGA Tour. And as Jeff likes to say, let it play out. I did some nice dunking. I was happy to dunk. I tweeted that Xander Shoffley has the same amount of PGA Tour wins somehow as the greatest player of all time, John Rahm, and it got a cool 700 likes. So I'm feeling pretty good about the state of uh, that argument that I've been having with a lot of people for for quite some time. And no, I don't know. It To me, it's interesting. I'm not going to name names here or anything like that, but... Man, the temperature of the room has changed on this guy so quickly. I mean, it is, it's really funny to me. And it's like the thing that I've been saying the whole time is Xander's really fucking good. And I know that he hasn't won, but a lot of winning golf tournaments is about variance. And there's been a lot of times where he's caught in the wrong side of variance. There's also been times where he's been in prime position to win and he hasn't done it. Right. Um, so I'm not saying it's just completely random. Um, but you look at a guy who's basically finishing top 20. He's 28 years old since the age of 23. He's been finishing top 20 in 60% of the majors that he's played in. You guys really didn't think he was ever going to start winning. Um, and I just think it's funny how all these people that had labeled this guy as a loser at 28 fucking years old are now... I mean, some of the things I'm seeing... He's the most popular bet this week. Oh, yeah. People are—it's—it's uh, it's, people have changed their tune so quickly, and I know there's like the Scotty Scheffler normalized this like heater thing. So like you look at Xander's statistical profile, and it's like pretty similar to what Scotty looks like before the Masters, in the sense where this guy that wasn't winning for a while but was kind of a top ten machine. And then he just, the doors come out and then it's like, oh, but he's not going to win a major. And then he just wins a major. Right, but, right. Um, no, I think it's awesome. I'm so happy for him. I'd love that he has the same amount of PGA Tour wins as Rom. I'm not, <laughs> I don't have a major yet. I will officially worry if we get to 30 and we don't have a major. Um, but I am, I couldn't be more happy for him. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you kind of mentioned this is on the top of my head, like if people are not trying to normalize this whole stretch, like uh, whichever, I mean, to apply to the open, this kind of reminds me of Molinari back in 18 when hmm. he just started winning everything. Quick. 
quick and low. Yeah. Like he won the BMW PGA. He finished second in John Deere. He finished second somewhere else. And like, it just seemed like Molinari was just such like, it was such the chalk play that it just seemed way too obvious. And then he ended up just winning that tournament. And like that, that's what's, cause I, I think I agree with it. I, I, I find it hard. I find it hard to believe any golfer is going to win three straight tournaments. Um, I mean, you just like, did. Well, I mean, not the program. That was a good field. It's a big. It was. It, was, it was a very was good thirty-six a hole. Way better field than Mexico. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> I way just more impressive I, way than my. I, I mean, he had I, Tiger. He had Tiger there, and like all the Ian Woosnam and all these guys have four, thirteen of the twenty-one total world number ones ever. And that's true. Mm-hmm. And he and he beat them all. I, yeah. I guess I just have a hard time that he's going to win four straight. But man, there is the back of my mind, just like, what if it's just like that all over again where just that's the obvious play right in front of us and we decide to pivot just to pivot so the, the obvious plays in fairness have been doing a it's lot better smashing. than i would I have ever of, expected i, got I mean the fitzpatrick thing yeah the fitzpatrick thing like almost turned into a bit like oh have you heard yeah. fitzpatrick won the usam at the us open i came on my pod the next day and was like I think there's a much better chance I probably would have bet Fitzpatrick at the U.S. Open if he didn't win the U.S. Yeah. at Brookline. And a lot of people were like, yeah, I feel the same way. It just it turned into a, a bet. And that's right. Xander has approached that territory. Okay. I mean, I was off of him last week. I, I wanted to play him immediately, started playing him, and then listening to people, seeing how chalky he was. I had 0% of him last week. Pivoted off of him. Yeah. Like, like and it's like this week I texted I texted Steve when he was either two over or even on Thursday I was like I think I'm just gonna football bet Xander next week and just call it a fucking day and maybe maybe speed and he's like let me talk you out of it and then he goes and wins the fucking Scottish and then he tells me last night that he's like of all the trends that Steve thinks are important he's number one I'm like fucking outstanding so well, yeah was it all twelve all thirteen or whatever it was, it was all yeah. thirteen yeah it was all thirteen he got the he Dave Tyndall got the he got the trends oh, hit in Dave dude. Tyndall too he yeah. he was the winner in that one I know we probably I, I I'm not for, I I don't think I listened to the trends one with him but I, I got a feeling we probably were on the same wavelength based on what you were saying on that podcast so are you raising your hand this is yeah i want to say something yeah you guys go to you next but that's okay after day one when he was 11 shots back of tringali do you know what his number was were you talking about betting him for the i was talking about betting for the open for the open for the open but do you know what his live odds were at the scottish like after Uh, day one does anybody know that is that 60 to one maybe probably 50 or 60 tringali in fairness doesn't get a lot of respect (laughs) so i remember looking at it throughout and being surprised as soon as xander and fitz got within three i think they overtook him as the favorite yeah i I think i texted capper i'm like all right so the lead is four under with woodland right yeah exactly that's exactly (laughs) we're like all right we're backward from there yeah all right so why don't i flip the script on both you guys uh based on just kind of like how you tend to approach golf tournaments so Jeff, why don't I start with you since you know I haven't talked for a while while. So <laughs> you tend to be, and, and I consider the open to be kind of like the most like feelsy one as far as like, yeah, we have all these stats in front of us, but a lot of them are just based on American golf and like the style of golf over there is a little different. And um I guess like is there any stats you're kind of valuing this week, or are you just going all in on just kind of like your normal, you know, pattern of just like, you know, feels like history, like Mental fortitude, all that stuff. Yeah, I yeah, I saw that question in the uh, in the in the show notes. Um, 
There were show notes. Yeah, it's not exactly. <laughs> it's not exactly a, a. It's not exactly like a TrackMan tournament, right? And right. I don't know what's you know I. You know, by the way, before I go on to this, last week with the with the weather at the freaking Scottish, yeah, and the waves, Capra's on the sh- on the show telling me I should do PMAM or AMPM or whatever it was, AMPM. the complete opposite of whatever what I was doing. <laughs> with my player pool, all my guys were PMAM, and I had just threw my freaking hands up, and yeah, we I think we all had like terrible weeks because. I don't. I don't even know like what the weather ended up doing. I know Zan was he was late early. It was it, it was definitely and it was like a three shot advantage, and yeah. yet he went on and yeah he was eleven shots back, but was, then he went on to win. It was like JT. I don't know what happened. Anyway, it was like, it was like JT. The, the weather at the, in Scotland sucks, and I hate it, and it really messes me up. So yeah, I try to uh, be like feel an open championship. I heard somebody today. I don't know what show it was. We were talking about it. Might have been you guys. I don't know if you said this in your preview thing that the the open at St Andrews is kind of different than the open at all the other venues. I don't know. I I don't. Know. I heard somebody talk about that and how it's just it's 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 just a little different. Right? You want to have maybe that the class and experience and pedigree matters a little bit more this week than say it did for Morikawa last year at that venue. So, I mean, I guess no. I guess is the answer to the question. No, I'm not really. Looking at one specific stat thing, but I never look at anything. And besides, I heard the stat database is sucking now anyway. So, well, not every stat database. I was specifically speaking about Fantasy National, which was below. So, not the name of the names. Yeah, no, I don't care. They don't fucking sponsor the show. They, um, it's, I don't think that's free advertising when you put it that way. No, it's definitely not free advertising when I tell you you're fucking no, below. Um, okay. But I, well, Andy, why don't I I put this to you then? Oh, wait, I just have a real. Qu- I have a question. Uh, so, so I mean, as far as like weather stacks go, right? Like, it's always a dangerous game to play because look, I did a shit ton of AMPM, but you know who was in my AMPM stacks? Scotty Scheffler and and the ear, Lucas Herbert. Like, I mean, so it didn't matter. I got mm. the guys wrong. Hang on for too. one more week on Herbert, buddy. Oh, I'm going back. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm going back. The uh, I'm like a I'm like a never mind. I, I can't mm-hmm. say that. Okay. Um. So yeah, like. I mean, the weather is definitely one thing, but like you said, Xander was on the bad wave. Justin was on the bad wave at the PGA, and they still come out, come out and make it. But the theory of the of it to do the weather stack is to try to get as many guys through to the weekend as possible. Yeah, but then you, ha- if you have an obvious weather stack, then you have to be concerned about ownership because mm-hmm. if, if half the field's eliminated, then and we're only going to play AMPM guys. Well, everyone's going to play the same AMPM guys. But that's not true, right? So kind of less people stack than you think. Correct, it's like ten percent at most that do true stacks, like six or six players in the AM. And then this anyway, week's, the this whole week's- the whole science of it drives me crazy, and I hate the fact that it's so important. But then again, I benefited greatly at the players when oh, I had everybody on the right side. Of the draw, it worked out. I didn't. It wasn't on purpose. So <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, yeah. I, so it's better to be lucky than good sometimes. People like, love this tournament, and it drives me crazy. I just want it to be over with. I like it because it comes on at one a.m. Bummer. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm gonna start. I, we, I need to get a sponsor from Zoloft, and I'll start sending. I'll start sending something to to Jeff before he comes on the fucking major pods. I appreciate. Make sure that. you're in a happy happy spot. 
I'm, I'm happy. I'm oh, just. Yeah. You seem really fucking thrilled, Jeff. Your boy just won three tournaments in a row. We're talking about the Open, mm-hmm. and I haven't heard a single positive thing yet. You want a virtual hug? I don't want a virtual hug. I'm very happy that. No, I. <laughs> Where would you go? We lost know. Steve. We lost Steve. We he lost said, Steve. He, he, you he heard you I were, was hugging. You were bumming. Jobs. You were bumming out Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Steve went to the live tour. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. No announcement. No nothing. He just bounced. <laughs> he's gone. He's, um, I mean, he's can I? Can I? Can I play some of the stuff that Jeff was saying about the weather yeah, context real quickly yeah. though? Um, I mean, I'm looking at it now and. Not really seeing too much. Uh, I'm pretty hopeful that actually, I'm hopeful that the wind picks up because I am hoping that we get some tougher conditions. But I'm I'm not seeing a whole lot. I'm not seeing a whole lot in terms of a potential wave advantage either. We yeah. should always we should always timestamp this. We're recording this on Monday <laughs> evening, but yeah, as exactly. it stands right now, I'm I'm not seeing a whole lot. No, I'm with you. I don't see anything right now, but. Um... I mean, it's Scotland, right? So, I mean, that's why, I mean, whatever. And like you said, uh, like, I mean, you can only predict it so far into the future, right? Like, I mean, this is three right. days from now. It, it'll change tomorrow. It'll change Wednesday. And then right before fucking lock, it'll change again, probably. Right. Right. Steve, we're glad to have you back. We, Welcome we, back, thought, you, I, we thought you Irish exited to live. <laughs> <laughs> There's some rumors swirling for a while that I'm going to live. No, I think my wife uh, fired up Netflix. I think it just killed the internet uh, streams a little bit. So, um, all right, you guys just want to jump right into uh, the well, Andy. Let's say so. He's just addressed like the wave stack. Uh, what about what about like stats in, in particular, uh, like uh, skill sets? Are you looking for anything particular? Well, I'll be honest. I haven't listened to anything. I've gotten a lot of texts from group messages saying people are saying some stuff that they know I'm not going to agree with um, and would be triggered by. So I'm glad I haven't been really listening to much. But um, no, I don't really understand, I guess, where I would differ from what has become the prominent narrative is that um, you can bomb away aimlessly at St. Andrews, which I, I, I don't get that one really at all. I mean, I actually understand in theory, like how there is a potential strategy to hit a lot of drivers. Um, But man, can I read you guys a couple texts that I got from somebody that was just at St. Andrews a month ago about about the course conditions? Mm, Because I, when I go, and I know Steve does this too, when he goes through hole by hole, um, like, okay, so let me, let me uh, start here. 13, Hole number 13 is a great example of how they'll be challenged this week. 280 to clear the coffins downwind from the open tees, but then 60 yards on rock hard fairways until you get to the gorse. Can't really hit driver into that super tiny three-way. I hit driving iron and it went 270 here, running out of the fairway into the left rough, which is totally blind second over huge mounding tough green. Realistically, down firm and wind, you don't have enough room to fly the coffins and stay in the fairway, so you have to land parallel to them right or left to allow for a runoff. 15, you've got 360 to reach Rob's bunkers. Downwind third again. Driver is teaching them for, is too much for everyone in the field. Out of bounds right, bunkers middle, deep rough left. Can't hit driver there either. Do you try and push an iron in the short area of the tight area? Otherwise, 160 downwind into a tricky green. Not easy. On 16, 
driver goes into an area 30 yard wide with OB right and mounds pushing the ball there unless it's perfect. Drives left from bombers downwind, get pushed by the mounds into Grant's bunker, which is 375 from the tee. Dead rough left of the fairway. Forces can't hit driver there either because it's for the people who hit it short. I managed to hit one right side of the fairway, 105 with an iron but that was not a smart shot and I could have easily blown it OB if I had driver rolled hole needs no introductions, but from open tees, it's downwind. It's 350 into the tiniest sliver of fairway. You can imagine rough left goes has been super thick going to be impossible to hit this fairway with a driver. And I bet we see a lot of fairway woods. So I just like, d- does that sound to you like bomb away aimlessly to me? I, no, I think no. this, I think this course is, it's really Brown. Like I watched all the videos today and it's really brown. And I, I went back to check myself and looked at 2015 and was like, okay, was it this brown this year? And then no, it wasn't yeah. this brown um, in 2015 at all or 2010. I didn't really look at 2005 in all honesty. But no, I my thoughts on this is that this Open Championship is an inflection point for modern technology and St. Andrews and how they meet and interact in the future. And I think that the RNA is not going to go down without a fight. I mean, they can't do anything else to the course. There's already tees that are in fucking cow pastures a thousand yards from different greens. So I think that it's not like they're sitting there saying this narrative with St. Andrews has been going on for a decade, right? Like the uh, slumbers has spoken about this publicly. He knows all this stuff. So the one thing that I would push back on is this bomb away aimlessly with driver overpower it 25 under. Like, I just, I don't see any of that. I don't think it's going to be like a U.S. open, but I think maybe one or two guys will, you know, maybe get to 15 or 18 under kind of like we see every year. It's firmer than the other years. I will say that. Guys have gotten longer, but it's a lot firmer than it has been the other years. So yeah, Steve, I mean, I, I I think you put it good on your podcast of saying the R, and I said it too, the RNA is not stupid with this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they've already done some stuff. They're growing in the rough. We kind of saw last week at the Scottish Open that if you're balling By, in the, by rough, the way, but, Steve, sorry, just one last thing. Okay. For the listeners that don't know, the RNA is at St. Andrews. Yes. Like this, it, it, this would be this would be the equivalent if there was a problem with TPC Sawgrass or like Augusta they, National. Yeah, they, like they need St Andrews in the open rotation venue for the next fifty years. Right. Sorry, yeah, they do. <laughs> so I mean, the RNA's not stupid. Like I'm sure they probably have thought about, okay, how about a guy? They're just going to hit it all the way to the left, you know, down that left fairway with the driver. Okay, we're going to put a pin on the right on the other side of a mound where they can't even get close to fifty feet from it. Like they're going right. to do that all week. There's so many; these greens are so big. They're going to they have so many options to put pins as far as like to combat some of that stuff. So you know, if, and if they cert- want a certain hole to play a certain way as far as the risk award, they can do that. Um, but yeah, like like you know, I'm glad you share those text messages. You know, from about the firmness, like the ball is going to run. I remember Carnoustie did the same thing, just rolling, 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 and you know, with just how undulated these fairways are, I think it's going to be difficult to kind of hold some of these fairways. Um, right. if it's a little bit offline, you know, and I kind of wonder too, like, you know, I, I was thinking about this morning, hole number one, if it really is this firm, like what club are they going to pull off the tee there? Just so it doesn't roll into the burn or even like if they get a favorable win, are they just going to try and maybe hit over the burn, hit over the green and like maybe try and work backwards from there? Cause yeah, the ball's just going to roll. Like you can't even hit a seven iron probably without maybe like, right. In. So 
You guys got to make sure you get down on the win bet $50 to win $200 promotion where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 of free bets. If you're betting baseball, you got to check out win bet there with their reduced juice in baseball games. It makes them the best place to bet the MLB. And if you bet $500 in sports or casino before July 31st, 2022, you get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club, including a two-night stay at the Wynn Resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries are allowed. There's so much to choose from, and all you got to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Now, on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest-growing fantasy platform Today, with millions of players, you probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for mine. It's a game-changing product, unlike anything else in the industry. And now you can make money on Sleeper 2 by playing a new over-under game. It's super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players you like and pick the over-under. For example, the points of basketball or hits in baseball. Then choose the amount of money you want to enter. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere between 2 and 20 times the money you put in. And the main reason I'm excited about the over-under app on or the over under on sleeper is is the only app where i can join my buddies contest and play together it's got a built-in group chat where i can see and copy my friends picks with a tap of a button it's insanely fun to write it out together so stop doing what you're doing and download sleeper to play their new over under game have fun with your friends and make some money so on your phone go join our listener group over at sleep and the SGPN Discord. You guys got to go make sure you check out the new Discord server. It's the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Right. I, it's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be a lot of luck as far as like, as far as guys getting like kind of bad breaks like with this tournament. But yeah, like I, 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 I think if there isn't any win, I think if you play really well there it can yield like an 18 under 20 under score but, like, sure. I, but it feels like like the narrative has been like this is gonna be kapalua 2022 all yeah, over pendulums just swung too far it has as and it always I, does yeah and I, I think like the scores are there but it's not gonna be just driver wedge like we see a lot of times at PGA Tour. I, I think there's a lot of ways to play it. I think there's a lot of ways you can actually get to a good score. You just have to know where the pin is, and you got to have good conversation with your caddy, and you got to execute. So. I, I think, Steve, had, we stumbled upon a brilliant idea last night. Everybody's trying to make these golf courses longer to combat technology and the golf balls and how strong these guys are. How about we just make everything fucking shorter? And more difficult, where they can't just take out fucking driver. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, I think it, they it, should. It, I think they should roll the ball back. But well, the, well, it was interesting. I got that idea from uh, in Shackelford's email. They were talking about how how the the rough and the bunkers have been pushed in on sixteen a little bit. Where if you actually use the forward tee there, you can't get to the left fairway. And if you want to pull driver, you actually have to cut off more the OB to get to where you want to be. So that actually might dissuade people from pulling driver. It's, it's 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 interesting that they like might be thinking about that. It's the guy who is I, I think like he's on the RNA like sets up some of the courses. Right. The whole specifically, I'm like, huh, that's actually kind of interesting. 
Right. So. Well, I think they should play the open with hickories. Yeah, I know you do. Oh, <laughs> I agree. Fucking stop it. <laughs> How the fuck do you handicap that with with Patrick Cantlay? Well, even though even though Steve says he's the first thing that pops in my brain. Steve tells me Cantlay is like a golf nerd, definitely played with hickories. But like these guys, these country club kids, they didn't grow up playing with hickories. I mean, it's like giving like college kids uh, wooden bats in the World Series of baseball. I mean, like have fun. Yeah, be oh, I, heard, I heard Shane Lowry hits a niblick really well. So that's that's a good lean. Lord. Hey. All right. All right. With that, why don't we Let's get not talk about right. the Niblex hardcore high flyers <laughs> fan over here. There you go. <laughs> All right. Let's uh let's get to uh DFS pricing. So Jeff, why don't we start with you? Why don't you break down the ten thousand dollar range? Why don't you just you know talk about it? Maybe pick a guy or two you like and one guy you're fading. Okay. Thanks. Uh I, I I'm not doing this out of spite. I'm not, but all I'm hearing, so all I'm hearing about is is about creativity and you know having having to make putts and you know you have to. You, uh, there's another word that I'm that, that I'm trying to think of that I can't Imag- imagine. Imagination. There are a lot of yeah, buzzwords. Yeah, yeah, you know, you yeah. just gotta. Yeah, yeah. And I I think I like speed at ten thousand. I do, and. You know, we haven't seen ownership yet and popularity, but where he's where he's priced DraftKings wise, you know, you got the PGA champion, you got the defending champion, you got Xander who wins everything, you got the US Open champion, you got Zal Torres. Like right in that that range of couple guys in each direction, Speeth is just kind of sitting in the middle there, and he's a big question mark. And I just the creativity that's gonna be needed, his open record is pretty spectacular. I know he doesn't fit like every trend coming in with the coming in off a top five. He hasn't been great in the majors this year. (sighs) Kind of give him a bit of a pass at the U S open because you know, if he was sick or whatever, that whole thing was, he wore white pants. He wasn't that sick. Okay. Good to know. Good nugget. It was was the stomach bug, bro. But I just can't, I, that's where I think I want to go in the, in the tens, but you know, Rory's been cursed a little bit. Rom's been cursed a little bit. I mean, all, they're all great. JT, uh, is he hurt? He withdrew from the Travelers. He was, wasn't was great last week. And now it's like, ah, eh, you know what? He hasn't been great at this event. Although, if it's windy or whatever, now I'm convinced that, you know, he's no longer a house cat. Right, Steve? He can play in the wind. He's got every shot. Big time. Yeah. And then you got Colin, like whose odds are too high, and it's like the same thing as last year. So yeah, there's some decisions to be made, obviously, in this range. But I like uh, I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at seeing what Jordan does. I don't. I, it's going to depend on ownership for me. If I had to fade anybody, I wouldn't want to, but I probably pick JT only because of. There is a question mark of whether or not, like, you know, let's not forget about that. You know, he did. Maybe he's hurt. Who knows? So, and I'm not poking the, I'm not poking the Rom Bear. You know, I'm just kind of let that be. I'm not gonna sit here and talk shit about him and then have him. I will. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Have a good All time. Right. Well, let's transition to you then, Andy. Like, why you break down this range? Well, I think we have to talk a little bit about how this ownership is formulating. Oh, um, it's quite concerning. Uh, Spieth will be very popular, Jeff. I'm okay. just letting you know now. 
not insane. He won't be as popular as Xander, but he will be um, maybe s- top five highest owned players on the slate, certainly. Um, sure, so we'll, he has a lot to do with that. Right. He's recent form. Yeah. He, Spieth, the Spieth links, like he hasn't finished worse than 30th in an open championship in his life. He almost won last year. He's, people love Spieth this week. Um, it's very interesting how it shakes out now with this 10K range where Rory is going to be popular, Spieth is going to be popular, and then right down below it, a lot of people are just going to start with Xander and Fitzpatrick. There's like nobody playing John Rahm. Nobody. Like, no, like nobody. And I, listen, this guy, I, I thought he was going to win the Scottish last week. I actually really did. Um, I'm embarrassed to admit I bet him at 12 to one to win the Scottish. His betting Boo numbers, this man. <laughs> his betting, I should be booed. Honestly, I should be booed. Like I really, I don't know. I just saw it. Um, his betting number has drifted. It's really fucking annoying because I don't like being in a position where he's severely underowned and he's the forgotten elite. But we're getting those vibes big time with him. I just, I didn't want to have to worry about him, but I think you have to. If John Rahm's like 10%, like you have to, he has to be in the conversation. I don't think this is a particularly good course fit for Rahm, if I'm being honest compared to the other elites. I think that John Rahm is at his best when he has a long iron in his hands as much as possible. I think that you want to play him at Bay Hill and Torrey Pines and maybe some of the U.S. Open venues where the way that John Rahm and Will Zalatoris and Victor Hovland separate themselves from everyone else is because they're so freaking good from 175 yards plus. And I don't think that there are a lot of stock mid to long iron shots at St. Andrews. And so I think that the best, one of the best parts of his game, especially too, if you think this course might take driver out of his hands a little bit too, gets a little bit devalued. Um, and by the way, Scotty Scheffler is going to go under own too. Like, just going to, and I like Scotty Scheffler's course fit more than uh, Rom's. But I will wrap it, and I don't like Colin at all this week. Um, but he, he won't, he'll be fine. But I think Rory's going to win. So I don't, like, I don't really know how to, how to navigate that yet. If, if I'm going to lock him or I, I got, I'm hearing now he's cursed. But um, I still think for me, I'm leaning towards playing a lot of Rory McIlroy. Um, but I have a lot of um, hesitation because I haven't, I did not expect such stark differences in the ownership. And if Rory McIlroy is three, four times more owned than Scotty Scheffler, then I'm going to change my mind. But it's Monday night. Yeah. Right. And these, and these things change, right? Like I felt like we thought the same thing. Like, like I know you were playing Scotty. I've been playing Scotty the last like four or five weeks when he was coming in at like 10, 12%. Last week he came in at 20. And every time, yeah. we, every time we think Rom is going to be under owned, when you right. open up, when, when you open up your fucking, whatever contest you're in, he's fucking twice as much owned. He's still 22%. Right. Especially in all, the high stakes. He gets yeah, because there. we all talk, yeah. we, we all talk ourselves into, well, if he's going to be low owned, then I'm going to play him. Well, you're having that okay. thought. There's fucking a hundred other people that are having that thought, and, you know? So it, and, I don't know. It, it it's it's tough with Rom because you're right. If he is sub ten, you have to think about him as, just as mm. far as game theory goes. But 
Right. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I'm kind of in the same boat, I think, as far as you guys were. I don't have any final decisions right now. I'm waiting on if there is a weather split, what the tee times are going to be, and just maybe just seeing how ownership shakes out, where guys are drifting, stuff like that. Um, I think just gut call. I think I agree with you, Andy. I don't think I'm in love with Morikawa, even though, like, it does scare me because when you have gone to these firm and fast open conditions, it's been the guys who've been the premier iron players and premier tee to green. And if they can't putt, that's fine. That actually has worked very well at those types of conditions. But just like watching Morikawa this year, I don't know. It just, it doesn't seem like it's been like all clicking. His irons haven't been Morikawa. They've no, been it has really it good, but they haven't been Morikawa irons. And Hovland's short game has provided a lot of cover for how bad Morikawa's been around the greens, too. <laughs> right. Seriously. That's yeah, true. and like and, and some opens like scrambling has mattered. Some it has it. Like I I I was on the it might not matter as much here, but then there are a couple holes where it's like, all right, it's inside like 50 yards or so, maybe for your second. Yeah. It, Right. I might have discounted a little much. So yeah, he's probably out for me. I think with the questions of the JT with his back injury and the fact he just just hasn't been very good in opens. It just it's it just hasn't been. He's the weakest of that. So I mean, I, I the two guys I liked is Speeth just because I mean, for a lot of this stuff where I looked at it this week, like yes, I have the stats in front of me for everything, but with an open, you kind of have to deviate just because we're comparing stats for the PGA tour, which is a basically a different type of golf. It's a lot more aerial. This is more bump and run. Like, you know, like knowing how to like how the course works, playing the ball on the ground. And he just has been proving over and over. It's been great, but he's popular. I mean, I do really like Scotty Scheffler. If I'm getting an ownership discount, um, you know, if people are really concerned about him not being doing well in an American link style golf course over in Scotland, I'm not really all that concerned. He kind of fits a lot of things I'm looking for. I mean, like, just he's proven it time and time again this year. I mean, I like his fit as far as the fact that he's very patient. I think you're going to need it at a place like this. He's a premier iron player, decent scrambler too. Like, I, I, I just, when I, I just think he's going to be perfectly fine here. So, I guess those two are my plays. It's just going to kind of come down to how things maybe shake out as far as tee times if there's any weather splits. So, Capo, what about you? Uh, I'm. I love Spieth this week. Like I said, I'm, I just feel so square with the guys that like up top, wow. especially in DFS. I'm going to have to find somewhere to be different, right? Just because, I mean, Spieth is I the... Can help with that down the board. Yeah, let's go, baby. Come like on. Some weirdos. <laughs> All right, I like it. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I mean, just like everybody else said, man, when you think of the quintessential golfer who can use his imagination to, to, to make something work, it's Spieth, right? I mean, everybody calls him magic beans for a reason. And his problem this year has been the putter, and it's been trending in the right direction. Um, you know, I we don't get strokes gain data from uh, Scotland, but um, you know, I mean, I didn't see him missing a whole lot of bunnies there. But even even when he missed the cut at the Travelers, like he still gained over two, gained over five at the Memorial, basically neutral at the Schwab. You know, like I mean, it's gone from losing seven, losing two, gaining a little bit, losing three to gaining at least with the data that I can find like over his last three. Right. So water finds its level. He's always been a good fucking putter. And if he, where's his normal miss though? That's my question. Is it, is it right or left? It's right. Right. It depends on off the, off the tee, off the tee. I think it depends on the week with him to be honest. Okay. All right. So in my brain, it's, it's right. It's right. I think. Yeah. 
More yeah. so. And so you get in more trouble left here, yeah? No, I think more it's the opposite. Right. Oh, is it the opposite? You get, you get in more trouble, right? <laughs> oh, OB is yeah. right. That's why uh, people uh, like Cam Smith. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, listen, I don't care. Like, I, I like Speed this week. Uh, I think his putter's trying in the right direction. He loves this type of shit. And uh, yeah, man, he's a he's a good he's a good open player. So why would I not? I, I want I would prefer the wins to be up a little bit with him, um, just because of his dome golf, like uh, like it was last year. And I mean, it didn't really affect anything. So it was like, what you, what you need, Jeff? What's up? That was like that was that's something I'm trying to figure out. Questioning, like I yeah, I like speed, but that's what the the assumption that we're gonna there's gonna be some elements to to battle, and if. None of these other guys have elements to battle. Like, does that does that hurt him? I mean, I, I, I don't think you have to worry about the course being too easy. I think yeah. that's yeah. Like, I think Spieth can win an open at fifteen under. No, yeah, absolutely. No, definitely. And, and even like, I think I just think if people have to battle the elements, like he's, I feel like he. I don't know. Maybe maybe he's not, and maybe it's just because I pay attention to him a lot more. I feel like. He can overcome that mentally a little better, even though he kind of seems a little crazy. You know what I mean? But if there's no weather and you give me another golfer right next to him where you put the same ball next to each other and they need to make a weird shot onto a green and use a mound or whatever to get it close to the pin, I'm taking speed every time. I'm putting my money on that guy every every mm-hmm. single time. <laughs> All right. Can um, I, before we move on real yeah. quick, can yeah. I just, I feel like I'm this like Rory fanboy coming on with you guys every week. I don't see a scenario where Rory isn't in the mix this week. Like I really don't. And I said this last week, last time we did this at the U S open. Did you guys get a chance to read his interview with Kyle Porter today? No, I didn't. So I, so it's only because I don't, whatever I'll say, like, I just like, I, I, I caught enough snippets where, listen, I think, I, listen, I love Rory. I think he's going to win. Yeah. I mean, he's just unbettable for me at nine to one, right? And like, well, what? How is this different than how is this different than Rom at the U.S. Open? Because I was a Rom fan at that point. You were okay, so you know? I don't think I mean, he's unbettable. I'm I'm considering it. Yeah, I mean that's he's fine. eleven to one at circa. So there you go. Okay. So I mean, I, I think for me, um, I don't love a lot of the AK range, and if I feel like I take Rory, although I like Scheffler, so that doesn't matter. Um, I don't know. I'm listen. I have nothing bad to say about Rory. I think he's going to finish at least top he, ten this week. He's going to be there. I'm telling yeah. you guys right now. Now no, that I, doesn't I, necessarily listen. mean he's the best play. There's not. Scotty Scheffler could miss the cut. I could yep. see it. Mm-hmm. John Rahm's going to finish t34. JT could miss the cut. Morikawa could miss the cut. The two guys that gun to my head that I think are a lock. I'll say three guys. The three guys that I think are a lock to be there are Rory, Spieth, and Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick's going to finish top 20. But I don't see a scenario where Rory isn't there. And I, he just to give a quick recap on the quotes that he gave, um, I don't know if I'm doing the what I think is going to happen versus what I want is going to happen. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like too, this is like... Too it's good all, to be true, right? It's all coming together. But it's not... He talked about the difference between his mindset this week versus Portrush. And I don't think, I think with the live stuff and all the stuff that Xander is going on now and Spieth and how bad the betting number is, I don't think he's the biggest storyline, the way that, or the squarest, most obvious bet that I thought he was necessarily going to be. He's not sneaking up on anyone, obviously, but See, I, I, I like week, his mindset. I heard last week that. 
I guess people have already preordained Rory is going to win. Did maybe they? That's, I've maybe been that's still stuck in my head. I've maybe been hearing that about Xander. Well, wow. maybe so that's maybe that changed like Xander. in the last twenty four hours. Last week it was Rory's winning the Open. I, I feel like he didn't play well in Scottish, so he's yesterday's news. Remember that happened with the Byron Nelson, where everyone lost their minds over Spieth right before the PGA, and now they're doing the same thing with Xander right before yep. the All Open. Right. Okay. All right. Why don't we go to the nine K range? So Andy, why don't we uh, go back to you? Why don't you pick uh, one or two guys you like and one guy? Uh, I like Dustin Johnson a lot. Um, okay. Yeah. And if you guys have listened to my stuff, you, you know how I feel about Liv, but I can easily take emotion out of it. I think DJ is a phenomenal DraftKings play. I thought he was a phenomenal DraftKings play at the US Open, and it worked out yep. pretty well for me. And um, I'm going to play him this week at 7%. I don't think he's going to be 3% like he was at the U.S. Open, but I think he'll be, I think he's a pretty big lock to be sub 10. Um, the other guy I like is Cantlay, um, which, put it this way, I like Cantlay and Cam Smith both a lot, and I am not married to either one of them, and I'm kind of going to see who has lower ownership. I thought that it was going to be for sure Cantlay. I'm not seeing that right now, although I'm not sure I totally trust that. I think when it's all said and done, Cantlay will have lower ownership than Cam Smith, but I like both of them a lot. And then my fate is, I think Zalatoris is such a sucker bet this week. I just, Love he's it. like Love top that. three in all the first couple majors. And it's the same thing with... Uh, it's easy to like pick on Hovland right too. And I don't like Hideki at all because I think he is probably going to go to live. And I look at the live guys that were on the fence at the last major, like the Brooks and stuff like that. And it was just, I don't want that smoke. I think if you're like trying to make a decision about live or you're did make a decision about live, but you haven't announced it. Like I like the guys where the dust is settled a lot more like DJ's not getting asked about shit anymore. He's just going to go do his thing. But like Hideki, there's, there's buzz about Lev and I don't want that spoke. Well, hold, um, hold on. I mean like the Brooks thing, he also could be just cooked too. Sure. That might, that sure. might be why he just was bad at the, at the sure. But I'm just saying he had a press conference that sucked and he was talking about how everyone was putting a black cloud over the week and it was just a bad, it was bad vibes all around. He actually hit the ball pretty well at the US Open, too, by the way. Um, but uh, Zalatoris, I think the same way about John Rahm. I think that you want to play Zalatoris on a, um, a course where you have a long iron in your hand a lot. I think you want to play him at Rev, API, Tory, US Open. Um, he is, compared to the field, he is such a better long iron player than he is a player inside 125 yards. So I don't like Zalatoris at all this week. Uh, really like DJ Cam Smith and Cantlay, though. Okay. So. All right. Um, I mean, I also like DJ. So even though I just <laughs> tried to disagree with you, I, we basically like the same guys. Um, let's say you talk about a guy who has a lot of good open history. Um, DJ is pretty underrated. Uh, he played pretty well at St. Andrews. I, I think what happened, he was on that wrong side of the draw where the, like the second round got delayed for two days. I think that might have screwed him up, and he was pretty bad the rest of the way. But uh, I'm trying to target really good iron players. That's the one thing I've seen at all these opens, especially one of the firm and fast ones. And he's been in his at least before he led to the to live. That was one of the only things that was working for him. Um, 
And yeah, like I, I just think that he's kind of due for a good performance in a major, you know, upcoming. And I, I like him, especially the ownership. Uh, I mean, I like Lowry too, but he seems to be really popular. Yeah. But again, like, you know, like I, I'm thinking about the firm and fast opens and he has been struggling with the putter, but like everything else has been just kind of clicking. And like, I've seen it a lot of those where just like guys overcome just like the bad putter with just a great ball striking for us. Cause they just do. Well, listen, what, <laughs> what do you guys like about coffee? I mean, listen, some of your guys, you know, uh, do you guys like a Duncan's guy? Are you a Starbucks guy? You know, listen, save some money and make get some of this stuff at home man go to trade coffee man uh it connects the customers with the freshest best tasting coffee they've ever made uh by at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters these are independent businesses from big cities and small towns and trade customers are truly impactful for these independent roasters often being the largest source of new growth for them and listen expert tasting coffee uh, listen the the trade team over there actually taste tests thousands of different coffees. That sounds like a great job, actually. And they keep 450 kinds live and ready to ship every day. There's no one perfect coffee, but there is a perfect coffee for you. And Trade's human-powered algorithm will find it. And they also got a first batch guarantee. Trade is so confident they'll match you uh, right with the first time. If they don't, they'll take your feedback. And an actual, actual coffee expert will work with you to send a, you out a brand new bag for free listen whether your friends call you a coffee snob or you just know what it tastes like when coffee is perfect trades real coffee experts personally taste like i said over 450 roads so they know exactly what to recommend for you because look the truth is what i like and what you like is going to be completely different you you will like a certain selection of coffee that are different from anybody else's taste so all you gotta do is answer a couple questions and you get your own personalized variety of coffees delivered fresh to you as often as you like and there's no gimmicks trade delivers a bag of freshly roasted coffee as whole beans or ground however you do it at home and they'll guarantee you'll love it or your first order is free trade has already delivered about five million bags of fresh coffee with more than seven hundred fifty thousand positive reviews so right now trade is offering new subscribers a total of 30 dollars off your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash sgv that's 40 cups of coffee for free so go get started by taking the quiz over at drinktrade.com slash sgp and let trade find the coffee you'll love that's drinktrade.com slash sgp for over 30 dollars everything else good and you know i like him there and then i actually i agree with you with wills alatoris even though i just said like you know, all right, target a good ball striker, but you know, with a bad putter, like with me, uh, for him is I just I don't trust him on slow greens. Every time his putter's getting fixed, it's been on fast greens and That's slow southern greens. hills, yeah. So, or Augusta, Riv, all those no, southern was slow, southern hills was slow. No, it was a little faster, but I mean, it's it's all right, it's faster than what we saw. We're gonna see this week, okay, okay. So, I'm just fading Zalas Horse. And he putted like shit last week, and it proved me right. So I'm going to go over that again. <laughs> That's right. All right, Capra, what about you? Uh, so I mean, I got nothing to add. Uh, I like I like Smith. I was curious about what you guys thought about DJ. Um, where we can talk about another live guy uh, in the in the next it, in the next. Yeah, I like them all. <laughs> yeah, and so so it is funny. Like, do you think like if, if we're talking about it on a Monday night, right? And Maybe the live bias is starting to to fade away a little bit. Do we think his his ownership will stay that low, or do you think once people start staring at you know twenty two percent Lowry and looking at it mm. at a seven percent DJ, 
are they going to filter off of that? And are we going to end up with a 13, 14% reject? A little bit. It's definitely in play. Um, I've already heard a couple people that also like DJ, but I think you, you had it right with, I think 13 max. And max. even that would surprise me. I think like nine, seven to right. seven to 10 feels about right. The, the thing that worries me too is like, is obviously majors. We have more people, more casuals coming in and playing. Right. And what's right. the name? What's the name they know? Oh, why is DJ that price? They don't even yeah. fucking know. He went to live golf. Right. And, you know what I mean? Like, like, I wonder, I wonder if we're going to get the, uh, the fish bump too. Right. Like, it just worries me a little bit, right? So I kind of want to see where that's creeping uh, as far as it goes. But I love Cam Smith, uh, and I think I, I really think uh, was it Cody who came on uh, your pod and talked about how immediately everybody was talking about Cam Smith. Uh, you put yeah. I, I, yeah, so that was a bug in my head from fucking two weeks ago, and when shit like that happens, I can't get it out of my brain. So fucking, right. I'll play it. Um, and I'm playing Xander. I don't give a shit. Should have played him last week. <laughs> he, he was fucking. He was too chalky. Couldn't do this. Couldn't do that. Fucking nope. I'm fucking playing the. I'm playing the Xander chalk. I don't. I will go down with the ship. I'm never a Xander guy. I've been betting him on all the fucking wrong tournaments this year. <laughs> like I, literally, like all the wrong tournaments. I wrote him up at least fucking three times this, this year, and never won on any of them. Um, he he said like I would have got a fucking annihilated with the books this week if uh, if he didn't. Uh, I, I got him top twenty at I don't know plus two eighty, and then I had him twenty seven or better on another site. And if it wasn't for those two huge bets gin and tonic late night bets like i would have got fucking annihilated like and so I, I, whatever i'm riding with xander there's there's i mean i mean whatever like I mean, what's the worst he's gonna finish even at, even at that big chalk he scores dk points too um so if he comes in any we're in the top 10 i think he'll pay off i just don't want to miss it if he happens to fucking be scotty scheffler 2.0 in this crazy ass golf season we're living through. right all right jeff what about you oh i'm so okay a couple things um, I have this thing with Xander in the wind, right? We talked about it last show, and I didn't like him last week because, again, I didn't know what the wind was doing, and he wasn't great when he was out late. I don't know. I honestly don't know what the wind did for the next three days. So can you answer that for me, Steve? Or do you don't know either? On Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, like was it a windy tournament or not? Yeah, it was, it, was windy. It, was, it was gusts of yeah. thirty on Friday. It was gusts of like twenty-five on Saturday. I didn't watch any of Sunday, but I think it was like twenty-ish. Like, yeah, I think the winds might have died out a little bit, but they could have changed. I don't know. I know, I know, Friday and Saturday had some wind. So it was, it was definitely, it wasn't benign. Nope. No, no, definitely, definitely not. He's fine. Yeah, Carnoustie so was hard. I can't go with that in the wind thing. Yeah, and you got to end your can't lay. Don't play can't lay. That's dumb. No, what? What? First of all, it's it's like 75 and sunny in Scotland right now. Okay. It's not well, even it's, cold. It's in those guys in beanies. That's why I said that. Yeah, because you just like you wear. But it was 75. It's not cold. Exactly. So I thought it was going to be cold. That's why I said don't play them. <laughs> if I knew it was going to be hot, then I'd say he's fine. There's, okay. That's the difference. <laughs> well, never mind. Never, no, no, go. Tell me a cold tournament that he's played well in. Name okay, it. Well, tape, can you just, just to refresh, my, can you just talk about the cold tournaments in general? 
Okay, it's never Open usually really all that warm. Right? He's never performed. He's never really performed well. When is it, isn't it like? Isn't it like fifty-five and bomby at Pebble where he always wins? Yeah, at Pebble, Pebble is usually not that. He's warm. always in a beanie at Pebble. Not that warm. But listen, fifty-five. I'm really I'm not saying it's wrong. Yeah. I'm asking where it came from. Right, 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 right. He's got a bad back. It takes him a long time to get loose. He always plays well in fucking Vegas and in Phoenix, and he doesn't play well in Florida because Steve will tell you he can't hit off Bermuda fairways or something. And Memorial in June is hot. And I know where the cold place in Memphis is fucking hot. And that's where he plays well because he can get loose. If it's, if he's stiff, it may not work. That's all I'm saying. It's a theory. It's a theory. It's not written in stone, but it's a theory and it usually works out. And I didn't know it was going to be fucking 75 in Scotland last week. So that's why I said what I said. Thanks for watching. So <laughs> I do like Cam Smith. I thought, okay, going into this week, I thought that Spieth would be popular because of his course history. Thought maybe I can kind of catch a break with Cam Smith because he hasn't been great. So I was thinking like, oh, they're like similar type players in my head. That may be wrong, but in my head, when I think about it, that's I equate those two. Okay. In terms of creativity and imagination and all that shit. Sure. So, but I haven't seen ownership yet. And you guys all mentioned Cam Smith. So obviously it's not going to be, I mean, coming off that 10th place finish last week, it's uh, that he's, he's probably not going to be sneaking up on anybody. No. So I don't know. I have to, I have to revisit it. That's who I like the most in the 9K range, but that, that could change. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I don't know what happened to Victor Hovland. Does he have his clothes and clubs now? Who cares? Finally? Who cares? But uh, yeah, I, I, he's an easy fade for me. If we were, can, can we can we have a conversation about Hovland? What the fuck has happened to this guy? I mean, he hit the ball fine last week. I hear that all the he time. The when was his last good. time he's when was the last time he's been in contention? The uh, players. In players, yeah, that was he hasn't had it. He hasn't had a ago. top twenty in. Since the players, a I don't think time. actually a yeah. long time. Yeah, yeah. He, so, you could get him as high as like sixty to one. But do I don't think like he's going to win. But look at saying. the tournaments he's won. You know, like maybe he's just been a little overhyped. Yeah, I mean, he could possible. Right? His numbers are great, but you know, not everything is numbers. No, I, I, I agree that on this show. That, that's why. I, that, that's why I wanted to, to to kind of bring it up. Like, listen, it, it, maybe he won really fast, right? Ball striking bastard, right? And yeah, I mean, and then maybe he's just kind of faded off. I mean, Matthew Wolf was hyped up too. Same fucking class, right? Now his problems are a little mm. different, but maybe he's just, maybe he's just came on the scene really fast, and then just he's just gonna fade back and be one of these guys who were like, man, he hits the ball so fucking good, and he lived up to his potential. Or he's not that far away. I mean, he's a supreme talent. He's not that far away, but right. you still think when you're talking about a major and short game and that type of stuff, it's like. He right. feels pretty far away to me. I think he's like in his head about the short game stuff too. Cause Steve's right. He actually yeah. did hit the ball really well last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and even throughout this cold run, his ball striking hasn't been that bad, but I think he's like in his head about some of the short. Yeah. I mean, the ball striking has been deteriorating a little bit since then. Like it might be in his head. Like, right. I don't know. I thought he was close last week. That was just kind of a gut call. And I mean, to defend him a little bit, like, and prob- probably going to get yelled at for this, but the Desert Dubai Classic that he won, like, that had a really good feel to it. 
So it's not like he's just been winning just Mayako in Puerto Rico. That was actually a good win for him. Hero yeah, world, he hasn't done anything. Hero, in Hero World Challenge. That's some big names. Only 45% of the field was hung over on, on Sunday. Pass Palm, slow, slow greens. Slow greens, pass Palm. Slow greens. I mean, what happened at the U.S. Open? He was okay. And then what, he made like seven bogeys in a row, something ridiculous? Yeah. And then I'm just in the cut? It went yeah. off the rails quickly. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it could be I – mean, he's I, – I, I make it sound like I'm disparaging the guy. The kid's great, but he's just – Look who he's around. Maybe There's the kid's just of- good. My point is maybe the kid's just good. Maybe he's not great. And maybe he doesn't deserve to be priced up here and just have his number so short. He hasn't really done much lately, especially lately. So that's all. Well, the ownership will reflect that. He'll be oh, 2 no or question. 3%. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to AK range. I guess I'm going to kick it off here. Um, I mean, I tried not to be a total slave to just all the stats and sometimes just throw caution to the wind as far as just like what these guys have been in their career and on the championships at St. Andrews. And I see not a whole lot of ownership on Louie um, sub 10% right now. I mean, it feels like a sucker play because he's just done nothing over here. I guess I'm grasping on to, he's been great at St. Andrews. The ownership is low at the, I've seen some signs of life at the BMW International that he played recently. He was top 10 there. He hit and gained over a stroke per round with his approach shots there. Listen, fifth at live. I know it's a joke, but we don't really know how he did it. He did play okay. So maybe with some of these guys, they just are going to wake up here and he's lower owned in this range. And so I think I'm just going to put my faith in play him. Um, Sung Jay's got low ownership too. He's done nothing in opens. It's only, he's only played once in 2019. What you know, I get, I constantly get him wrong. I think I liked him last week. Um, I just got a feeling that he's just going to play okay. I, and I got stuck in my head too. Like I went down a ro- rabbit hole with like the 2019 Presidents Cup at Royal Melbourne about how that was firm and fast. That was a shorter golf course that had a lot of undulations with bigger greens, and that wasn't one that were like. Everybody thought they everybody's just gonna pound driver and just like overpower and it took a little bit of moxie and gamesmanship to the weather. He went three one and one that week. And you know, I I just you know he's been good at Augusta National and there's that connection too. So and he doesn't seem like he's got a whole lot of ownership. And I think maybe I'll go to him. And then I guess my fade is I mean, I'm seeing double digit on Sam Burns just because I think of the name and he's been trending down. A lot of it's been with the putter, and I just I I just I I'm high on him for his career, but he just hasn't really done anything at any major to warrant, I guess, support. And especially with everything kind of trended down for him. Like he's losing half a stroke T to green over his last 12 rounds. He's negative off the T. Um, the irons are just kind of okay. I'm just not feeling it with Sam Burns this week. So that's my fate. Cap- not feeling you. the burn. No, not feeling hmm. Capro about you. Uh, so I don't know. I got, I, I got some guys who I like, but I'm going to bounce some shit off you guys. So I like mm-hmm. Louie too, but at the same point, that's like, I mean, I, like you, you just said about Sam Burns, are we doing the same thing for Louie? Just name recognition? Like, we have no fucking clue. Like, I know he came, did okay over in the live, but we don't know. Like I said, we don't know how the fuck he did it. Um, he's not going to be like as low as people think he is. I don't think so either. Like, I feel like. I think he, I heard Mayo is in love with Louie. Right, and there's I've heard a couple Louis stuff. Buddy won by seven the last time they played her. Like, yeah, but so like I don't. I'm I'm not a give a shit about what happened seven years ago type of guy. Okay, like, people I, I, are playing against her. 
Right, I know. Right, I know. So, but, 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 so that's fine. So what I'm saying is I'm not. I'm trying not to factor that in. But like his open, like he plays links really well. Um, mm. Like he. I'm not saying he's going to be high, by the way, but <laughs> yeah. like he'll be like Brooks and Bryson will be way 2%, lower, and Louis will be yeah. So what do we think about Brooks? He is between Fleetwood and Finau. What do you think he's going to be like three <laughs> yeah. percent? Like, 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 yeah. like you almost like if you're making let's just say you're making twenty lineups, you gotta put up in at least fucking three, right? Why? Hundred percent. I do, I am. I like yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. the open, the open history. We really don't know what his form is. We talk about guys who give a shit about stuff. You think he gives a fuck about the hitting giggles over and live? Like he probably wanted to tie with his brother so he could get paired up with him and they could just walk around for fucking eighteen holes and talk shit about whoever they want to talk shit about. Like he gives no fucks about him. no fucks. Like I told you, I texted you that random one. I, like I, what, I might have been the first tournament we was like goofing around with Wolf and he looked like super fake. I was like, what the fuck is going on? It looked weird. Um. But listen, at that ownership with his pedigree and his history, I'm not saying put him in your single entry, right? But if you're making fucking 20 lineups, you got to sprinkle some of them. I feel like I've heard you make that argument like five or six times this year and it hasn't worked out for you. You might be right. <laughs> yeah, listen, it, it has not worked out for you. Only takes one time. Okay. All right. Only takes uh, one Andy or Jeff, what about you? Uh, okay. Andy, I did your uh, we did your uh, the majors preview pod, and my pick then was Tony Finau. Mm. And if we're gonna get some benevolent weather or whatever, I know again I haven't seen ownership. I'm sure he's gonna be popular because of his open record, but he is in terms of the whole field. He is down the board at 8400. And what he's like, what was he like 60, 70 to one, something like that? Maybe, mm-hmm. I don't know, somewhere in there. He's 60, I saw him at 60. Yeah. So I like Finau. I kind of like Hatton. Hatton burned me last year at the Open. You know, he's one of those, one of those grinder type guys. He, I mean, he does have that good record in the Dunhill. If that, that may not mean anything, I don't really like anybody. Now I'm not gonna play Brooks and Louie. I'm not any of those fucking live guys. What about, I'm not. What about Neiman? Oh shit! I forgot to look over there. You guys uh, are not even mentioning our potential winner. Who? Tommy Fleetwood. Come on, Portrush, Shinnecock, Firm and Fast. Ever? Are we doing a bit? Are we doing a bit? Are we doing a bit still, Andy? Come on. No. Man. Are we still doing a bit? That wasn't firm. I figured with you in general. Okay. I didn't mention Fleetwood because I figured he's going to be the chalkiest guy in the range after his performance last week. And I, I, it's, that seems like the, if we're talking obvious plays, that seems like the obvious play. It's the only reason I didn't mention. Yes. I, yes. I like Tommy Fleetwood. Of course. I don't know what the scoring is going to be though. That's the only thing. Nobody knows. We're just guessing. Well, it makes a difference if it's going to be six under, that's one thing. If it's going to be 16, then no, I don't like Tommy Fleetwood. All right, I'll it say this about Tommy. He does historically do better on golf course with the little wider corridors off the tee. That's okay. But I, I, I'm, I'm on this low-scoring take, and that's why I didn't like him last week because I didn't think – you know, it was supposed to be the, it was supposed to be benign. Dude, books were hanging 17 and 17 and a half under for the fucking winning score. They weren't even fucking close. They didn't yeah. sniff it. Yeah, so – uh yeah, I, in terms of evaluating Fleetwood, I would just try to figure out what the winning score is going to be, and then I would make my decision. But yeah, he's playing in good form. He's 
you know, he's good in the open. This is, if it gets windy, yeah, makes sense. But I, yeah, I thought that uh, you asked me about Neiman, that would be, you know, he's like, he's only 8,000. That's, that's pretty cheap. So yeah, that's going to dictate a lot of ownership too. But no, I like uh, Finau and Hatton. I'm fading Bryson, even though it's flat. I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm fading Bryson. So that's that. All right, Andy, I feel the charity bet coming up on Fleetwood. Let's go. Let's hear your take. Oh, you're not going to hate Fleetwood again? What happened? No. You like them now? No, I, I do like them. Well, I just want to say two things. Uh, he won the Johnny Walker Championship at 1800. He won the Abu Dhabi HSBC Championship at 1700. He won the Abu Dhabi HSBC Championship again at 2200. So, um, I I also don't Eurofields. Euro they don't count. I, those are some. Those are some. I think those That's, are some. Those are big boy wins. Yeah, those are good. Wins. They're not. I'm not going to sit here and like. But they're not. They're better than fucking ROM in Mexico. And they, they get they yeah. get some good PGA Tour players going over. Sure. Did Hatton sure. and DJ have won Abu Dhabi's too, right? No, DJ didn't win. Hatton, which, I think, has won. He won the Desert Dubai, which also Desert a Dubai. good field. Yeah. Right. Um, well, no, I think Jeff's right in the sense that I, I see Finau higher than Fleetwood currently. And I wouldn't be shocked if that holds. I think those guys are going to be pretty damn even. And I don't think either of them are going to be crazy. I think they're both going to be between like 12 and 16. Um, Would be, yep. You think I'm totally off on that? So, I mean. Fleetwood's 8,600. Like, trust. It's it's Monday. It's Monday. And and, and there's no way everything can be this concentrated, but you're, you're right. I mean, yeah, one have you guys heard people like tout Fleetwood? His betting numbers thirty-five to one. No yeah, one's no betting one Tommy betting. Fleetwood at thirty-five to one. Um, and so I think people are betting Finau at fifty to one. Um, oh yeah, big time. So if I had to make a guess, I would say Finau's higher than Fleetwood, but they're both in the same range. Um, I think I'm a little bit higher on Burns than you guys. I haven't oh. made a total decision on that, but I, I kind of like Burns this week. But no, I would play that. I think I could eat whatever Finau and Fleetwood are because I'm going to play a little bit of Brooks too, right in mm-hmm. between the two. Um, and yep. I may have some lineups where I have all three of them in the same one. Oh, that's um, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good way to get if you really like, if you what really you like, you know, there's so much stuff that you can do if you like one of the chalky guys. Like if you like Xander, all you have to do is. Is play a little Brooks, play a little Bryson, play a little Hovland, even play a little. Start your Xander lineups with Rom, and then play Hideki. Like you can do whatever the hell you want. If yep. you like at least one or two of the lower owned guys, you can play whoever the hell you want. And of the guys, I feel I don't like Bryson on this golf course at all. I think the you know I've heard John Daly comparisons. I think those are pretty asinine. I I the. <laughs> The same, um, the same, John Daly is like the best hands ever. Um, Bryson with his his single length wedges at at St Andrews and yeah, the fifty yard shots and you know he's his driver is he's got to hit like he's got to hit like nine iron off the tee on some of these holes because his driver's too hot. Yeah. Um, and he's you know he's also finishing he's not finishing that great in the web ones either. So I like. Um, I like Fee, Fee now Fleetwood and um, 
my low owned guy would be uh, would be Brooks. Okay. Wait, so real quick, what do you like? What, what do you like? What are you seeing out of Burns? Um, Burns rated out as number four for me when I rate when I went through all the numbers, and oh. I remember it's because he is a really good. Um, he's really I have him long term excellent inside 125 yards. And I look over a very large sample size because if I'm ever going to look at proximity, I think the only way to do it is over a large sample size. And he has been really damn good inside 125 yards. And I know that there are flaws with stats like three-putt avoidance and scrambling, but he's pretty damn good in those two. And he actually hit the ball okay at the Scottish and lost six strokes around the green. Um, so I like Burns. Okay. All right. I was just curious. Is that a good enough case? Sure. Yeah. I mean, look, yeah, I'm, I mean, look, I, I'm so, I, I, th- those are two c- categories that we kind of differ as far as importance this week. It's just that it's not that I think it's not inside important. 125 yards. It's not that I don't think it's important. It's just that looking back at St. Andrews and a lot of these opens, the guys who have ranked highly in those categories, the, when the top of the leaderboard struck out, it wasn't necessarily those guys. It was, there was a lot of randomness in that. Are you ta- what stats are you talking about? I'm talking I- about th- three-putt avoidance, and the proximity stuff is always kind of hit or miss. Three-putt avoidance was the one where, for overall, I- it has not mattered a whole lot as far as like who you were coming in. Did you guys know that browsing online, using on incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy that's right without the added security security you might as well give away all your private data hackers advertisers your isp and other prying eyes that's why i use ip vanish vpn to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet ip vanish helps you safely browse the internet encrypting 100 percent of your data that means your private details passwords communications browsing history especially important to some of you guys and it will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands even your physical location will be hidden IP Vanish makes you bit virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IP Vanish on limited devices without sacrificing your speed. You can even use it on things like your Fire Stick. So, whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IP Vanish. IP Vanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30 day money back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free. And it's super easy to use. All you got to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. So, stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% off savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. Right. I saw some different stuff about it. I thought that three, first of all, I, three putt avoidance wouldn't be like the reason I would be on or off a guy. I generally okay. agree. It, it's not like something I'm ever living or dying by, but with the proximity, I mean, where would you if where do you think the approach shots are coming from? It's not that not? I don't think so. It's just that the reliance of their performance coming in has not always been very predictive. That's all I'm saying. For winning at St. Andrews, for just for just being in general, just at in contention at St. Andrews and some other open venues. The proximity, just, proxi- just proximity in general, has not been a very reliant stat. Okay. Okay, that's it. Mom, Dad, stop fighting. You're ruining my birthday. <laughs> Today's your birthday? No, bro. It's just... oh. <laughs> Today's my brother's birthday. I just that's why. Is it? I'm gonna text him right now. 
<laughs> Tell him he needs to get fitted if he's going to buy new golf clubs. Oh, what's he? Is he going to buy new clubs? What's he looking at? Just tell him to get fitted if he's going to get new clubs. Yeah, you absolutely need to get fitted. It comes free now. You're dropping fifteen hundred dollars on a set. You fucking better. Fuck, I better get fitted. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to tell him. He's giving me, me the runaround. I don't know what's going on. All right, fuck it. All right, so was it seven K range for me? Yeah, let's move on. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> That's your brother. Move on. <laughs> All right, so seven K range is kind of crazy to me. So. I specifically asked Steve last night about like what we could take away from the Scottish and guys without a whole lot of open history. And now when I look at ownership today, he's going to be chalky, but I like Max Homo, man. Like, mm. yeah, that was a, that was a groan. No, uh, I love him too, but he's okay. going to, the yeah, ownership is so chalky. Like, I, like, very I, I can't, much so. it's just like playing with Brooks though. And you're fine. Yeah, exactly. And what sucks is, is when Burger bounced out, it was just a natural pivot to anybody who's going to play fucking Burger anyway. Um, and then there's some guys. Uh, so Steve poisoned me on uh, Peters last night. He mentioned him multiple times, knowing damn well I would just fucking play him if he threw him in enough trendy categories for me. Now I don't I, actually think that's a decent play. He just fit a lot of those categories. But he's made like so he didn't play last year, but prior to that, he's made four straight cuts at the open. Now, granted, I'm not gonna do what I did at the Masters and fucking basically lock button him into like seven percent of my fucking lineups to watch those all explode. But I mean, he's a guy who has a pretty decent open history. His form's pretty good. Like, why not Peters at 72? He's not gonna be super owned. Um, so we already talked about a couple of other live guys. What about Patty Reed with the fucking outstanding open history and no, no love for Patty. Favorite DraftKings play, favorite DraftKings play on the entire thing. I think he's going to contend, right? Like he's mm-hmm. got a great, he's got a great open history. I have no fucking clue what he's doing on a lift though. None. Has he done anything over there? He's contending. <laughs> he, he finished third. Yeah. He, he's yeah. Third. He's been awesome. I think he's my, literally my favorite DraftKings play on the entire board. I, think, I mean, you want to I say that I said that before, right? When today? Not yet. We haven't made uh, the I don't know. It just all it all jumbles together. Yeah, man. I've you've done, done probably what, like sixty right. podcasts. We're just we're just we're just yeah. one. We're just we don't we don't get asked on as many shows as you do, sir. The uh, the um, <laughs> but yeah. Listen, Reed. Like you want to talk about a great storyline for the hundred and fiftieth open? Like, and we have a villain in the mix. That's a nightmare. Give me some good versus <laughs> evil shit. Like, come fucking on. Make this fix it, RNA. Let's get some fucking drama on TV. Like, come on, let's go. Like, like I, I, I like Reed. I'm glad you like it because I like Reed a lot. And I was like, a I can't be a fucking yeah. moron to think that I think Reed's gonna do anything. And then there's always an what, there's always like an old guy who plays well. I I haven't found him yet. I know he's in this range. He's in he's he's in this range. He's either here or the six K range, and I just don't know where to find him at. Um, so hopefully, one of you guys can tell me the old guy who plays well. I got a couple. Yeah. All right, sweet. Um, and I always play HV three. It's not a bit, Jeff. I promise. Fuck um, yeah, I like him this week too. I'm yeah. back. I was yeah, off the U.S. Open. I'm back. Me too. I fuck me too. Die. Yeah, let's fucking go. I love HV three this week. Yep, me too. He rated out well uh, in the model I made, and I've only made one, and it was early. 
Uh, you got charity work in there? You got charity work in your model? Yeah, I do, actually. I super do. low owned. Super yeah, low super owned. Super low owned, too. too. Like, why do people forget about him? Because he withdrew from the Scottish. He went he went and had he, fucking he, pints he, with Shane Lowry playing yeah, awesome. He went to go courses. play Bally Bunyan. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, come on, let's go. Like, yeah. All right. So those are my guys. So I like I like Homa, who's chalky, Reed, Peters, and HB3. And I need I need to find an old guy in here somewhere. So either this range or the next range, I need an old guy. Okay. All right. Steve, Jeff, you look you? like angry right now. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. Jeff, what are you, you sure? Yeah, I'm okay. Capper, you know what I'm talking about. I know what you're You're talking. getting the vibe, too. Yeah, I, wish, oh, yeah. I wish I wasn't on video. <laughs> what? Jeff, what about you? You have, like, resting bitch face right now, Steve. <laughs> we'll, talk after, we'll talk after this show. Jeff, what about you? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. I hope everything's all right. Uh, what's, the, uh, what's the temperature on Bobby McIntyre? Is 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 it like uh it shines off the kid? Is it You're a fine. novelty act at this point? Are we not taking him seriously anymore, or are we going to ignore the fact that he's never missed a cut in a major? I I'm going back to him. I think I I don't mind that he missed a cut last week. I think it puts a little little fire in his belly, and I'm sure he's Scottish kid dreamed of playing in the uh, the Open at St Andrews his whole life, and I played him. In the Open Championship last year, I think he's got what two two straight top tens in his, the last two opens, or his only two opens. And I don't know what ownership's going to be as the hometown guy, but uh, I'm looking at him. Does would Webb Simpson count as an old guy, Capper? I Webb like Simpson? him too. Yeah, hundred percent. Good, good call. I'm with you on Webb. I think that uh, he, with the exception, he was not great in the U.S. Open. That might have been, that could have been predictable. He also wasn't great at Torrey Pines, was that which was definitely predictable. But he's also been great in majors, good in this event, and creativity makes some putts around the green game. I think that it 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 could fit Webb again. I'm saying all these stuff. I'm naming all these names. I have not looked. I don't know about. Ownership. Oh, I'm projecting it's, popularity. It's, it's, it's Monday night, man. Monday I know, but I'm projecting popularity. I think Webb is somebody worth looking at. And yeah, I'm with you on Patty Reed. Again, I just said I'm like I'm not playing any of the live guys, but <laughs> I mean, he's going to be hard to ignore. Just I, I'm really stuck on this creativity narrative. I'm afraid that it might, if it's too calm, it might get overpowered. By I natural talent, I still think you need to be creative on these type of fairways. Yeah, but you areas. might not be—you might not gain enough on mm. the field that of of players that are better than you because they're not getting blown out to sea. You know what I mean? Was there not enough? Big ass greens, like listen, uh, there's. Listen. You know, I was just going to ask you a question about Webb. Was there not enough creativity in the John Deere? Is that why he missed the cut? At the he John was the Deere? favorite, and he, he missed the, the top cut. Guy. He was the highest. And he missed the cut at the he John was the Deere. Highest price guy. That happens all the time. No, yes, I'm going to forgive a, a miscut at the John Deere. All right. He was hurt. He was coming back. He was starting to play a little bit better. And yeah, I just it, it it fits for me. It's somebody to look at. But yeah, that's all I'm looking at. I'm looking at Webb. I'm looking at Bobby Mack, and I'm looking at Patty Reed. And we'll see. Andy, what about you? Um, already talked about Reed. Uh, just to go back to our December major show, Mark Leishman, he Mark Leishman could win this tournament. Mark Leishman, uh, 
2015 playoff. I think he likes St. Andrews a little bit. He's going to be, uh, he's not going to be highly owned because I think that he is, um, he's not playing well. <laughs> There's really no other way to put it. Um, but I like Leishman a lot. I like Adam Scott a lot. Um, well, Adam that's Scott, guy. that's an old Adam. Guy. Yeah, Adam Scott had a sneaky T14 at the U.S. Open, and um hit the ball really well. The irons with Adam Scott have been actually really good. It's just everything else that's been dog shit. But you want to talk about a guy that's got really good open, an open record, has finished top 30 both times at St. Andrews and is actually playing a lot better than you would think. I like that combo at 7,700 of Leishman and Scott. Um, and, uh, well, I want to ask you guys about Tiger. Um, Jeff already mentioned Webb. Uh, I like a little bit of Gooch too. And then I also think that Sahith Thagala is really fucking good. And I think it's a pretty low investment to play a little bit of him every week. He was a late ad into the field. Um, so I don't think he's going to get much ownership at all. Uh, he's right next to like Ryan Fox. Um, and I, I just think that when I think about Sahith, Sahith, well, maybe this is bad because now I'm cooler on the driver, but it, he just, like, it's funny. You listen to that interview that he did after the Travelers when he hit in the bus. Like, he just hits, he, he just hits driver. And, like, he's Regardless. just going to, he's just going to do what he's going to do. And it was never in play for him. And I think there's a universe where I remember Phoenix was pretty baked out. Mm -hmm. Right. And I just, I think he's really good. So if you want to take an investment, I'm playing a lot of Adam Scott's Patrick Reeves web stuff. So I think if I'm going to take one like small investment on just a pure talent play down the board, it would be Sahith. Um, I, I like it. I was hoping he was going to yeah. come in sub seven though. I really was. I guess that was just kind of wishful thinking. I um, think it's a hundred percent going to come in sub seven. No, 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 no. I meant like when the, when I knew he was getting added to the field, I was hoping his price was going to be. Sub -seven. Oh, fair, fair. Yeah. Good point. Good point. I'm stunned. You didn't mention Gary Woodland. Oh, yeah, he's in the mix, 100%. He's in the mix. Um, I like Gary. I like Gary, too. Does Gary count as an old guy now? How old's Gary? No, no, mid-30s. Okay. I'm fucking upper 30s. I feel old. Wait, but just last question for Jeff, because I thought you were going to mention Justin Rose. Yeah. Uh, I thought about it. I, <laughs> Me too. I, he's an old guy. He's definitely an old guy. No, if you look at like the uh, if you look at the finishing positions of the like 2010 and 2015, you combine those uh, between Louis uh, Rose, uh, Adam Scott, or maybe, Serge, maybe Sergio. Been in there. Sergio's been good too. Sergio's been good. Too. Sergio, Adam Scott, both of those guys, and yeah, Rose. Like yeah. When you mention an old guy, like yeah, there was that's that's definitely there, bro. I played Rose at the U.S. Open. I broke up with Adam Scott. I can't, I can't with these freaking guys anymore. Give me, give me Bobby Mack. Give me some, give me, give, give me, me the young, young give me the younger girlfriend who's still gonna. Break yeah, I can't with these freaking <laughs> crusty veterans that suck and are washed and might go to live. I can't deal with them. I, I'm so sick of them. I do it all the time. I need to change things up. Right. So. That's why I didn't. I'm not going back to Rose. Time, time for the cranky old guy to talk. 
Come on, Steve. <laughs> well, I mean, Andy, I also like Adam Scott. Uh, like go. you just mentioned, him the iron's really good. We haven't seen him in a month, but we talked about a guy who knows how to get around Lynx Golf Course in St. Andrews. That's the guy I like. Jeff, I also like Webb Simpson, despite what my co-host says. Like, I, I've been kind of kicked in the balls with Webb for basically the last two months because I always feel like he's close, but sneaky good open championship history. I think he's like six straight top 40 finishes, decent history at uh, Augusta National, too. Um, the irons have been getting better with him. And that's been the stat I've been valuing the most this week. And I like him. I also like Taylor Gooch, Andy. Um, seems like maybe people forgot about him ever since he's been going to live. Like the iron's been fine. He played good at the masters, played good at the PGA. You know, I mean, Portland, he was good. Yeah. He's like T 33. I think last year, Royal St. George fine with him. And then the guy we didn't mention though, and I think it's because this guy wasn't included on a, a certain database that we disparaged earlier. Um, they suck. Aaron Wise. Guys hmm. just been playing good at majors this year. Played good at Southern Hills. He played good, I think, at Brookline too, right? Yeah. And then, I mean, good iron player. He was, I think, like top, I think he was T40 in his only, only open appearance. He also, the, the only win he had, and I know the PGA Tour dumbed it down, but that Trinity Forest golf course was pretty weird. A lot of tight rise around the greens, a lot of mounding, um, you know, where like if it played true, like the angle to the hole would work. And that's the only place he won. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think he's going to go to St. Andrews. I think he'd be okay. I think he's a solid enough ball striker where I think he can uh, do well at this place. So, what's his price? That's a great what's, call, What's man. his price? 7000 Flat. The only I, thing that pisses me off with Wise is every time I bet him I have in DFS, I always forget he has that stupid fucking long putter until I see him on TV. And I'm like, God damn it, I can't believe I bet that guy. He was good I mean, at the US Open. Yeah, I mean, I think it depends like what his popularity is, but I mean I I didn't even know he was in the like field. Him. Yeah. Until you just mentioned him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's on the list of the guys that got added. Um, all That's right. I'm gonna write that down. All right. Down. Anything else in this range? Well, can any, I ask any, you? any any like uh, I mean the Euros are all like down below, but like Ryan Fox, Jordan Smith, Adrian Moronk, anything for those guys? Dude, Aaron Wise Man. is gonna be sub two percent. Is this wait, I'm just I'm catching up here. Did right. they literally forget to put him in yeah, the field? Yeah, they did. I so I was That's looking hilarious. early. I was looking but he wasn't on DraftKings. He wasn't in the field on DraftKings. Right. But still they it was like five o'clock and I still couldn't find him like anywhere yeah. on their site. Like it just But he is playing. Yes, he he is he is playing. He's in the field. Um, I mean Ryan Fox. I think I was looking at his open championship record earlier. I think it's not terrible. Um, yeah. So like T sixteen at Portrush, T thirty nine Carnoustie, top fifty at St Andrews, and I mean he's just been in the ball great. Like I know he went to a real field, and you know he last week he was T forty seven. He still made a cut at seventy one hundred bucks. Like. Guy just been playing good all year, and the Iron Game's been great. So, if it's although I, it depends on the popularity with him because I know he was popular last week. But yeah, I can see myself of all those guys. I think I could play Ryan Fox. Good, good to see Cam Young back where he should be in the seventh. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not going to embarrass myself and uh, take Cam Young. I've already embarrassed myself enough tonight, so we won't be doing that. Oh, uh, you love right. that. You, you, wait, right, wait, two two quick questions. I know we're short on time. You guys don't think Billy Horschel is like the thirteenth best player in the ranked player in the world's underpriced at seventy five, and then no interest in Tiger. Man, I I'm considering Tiger for a top forty. Okay, I, um, I mean, 
I'm looking at Tiger made cut uh, odds. That's really about it for him. As far as Horschel, I've been going back and forth on him, but like, yeah, I just think he's underpriced. I don't necessarily am going to play him. Yeah, I think he's I think he's underpriced. But like, if Adam Scott's two hundred bucks expensive, Webb or like, right? I, I think I'm more drawn to play to them instead of Billy Horschel, who just the guy can go on till at any single moment and St. Andrews, if it's firm, like can definitely make you play that way. Like, like I like the idea of Billy Horschel here, but like, I don't think the execution of it is all that. Yeah. Good my drift. I mean, yeah. he's, he's got seven appearances of five missed cuts. He 30th and a 53rd. It doesn't, doesn't seem to be his style, even though I know he's won in overseas. Yeah, yeah. but like Wentworth is Wentworth tree line park yeah. lane. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that's that's closer like you heritage. Was your answer? Like Saint Andrew. Yeah. So Mito's back where he should be too. Mito in the in the sevens. Is it? It's yeah, great Mito, to see, and I may play him. Mito's curse too, though, isn't he? Uh, yes, he is. I don't know. So, Bez Bez does some of the Bez does some stuff that I like. By the way, yeah, I don't mind I Bez. I played him yeah. two weeks ago. He, he turned out okay. Okay. Um. All right. But best ready to move on? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I need I need some I need some old guys and some Euro guys. And Andy teased me earlier and said he's got some scumbags down here for me. All <laughs> right. Um Jeff, I think we're gonna kick it off with you then. Uh under seven. Uh, I have to I say have to that I think that this field for a major sucks. Steve I said that last night. Last night. I don't believe it. No, I 100% disagree. Oh, uh, there's some bad. There's some guys that are can contend down here. There's some fucking. <laughs> I, I don't really like anybody under seven thousand. The only guy I might consider is a guy who sucked last week, who was on the wrong side of the draw, Mackenzie Hughes. Other than that, I don't like anyone. I don't want to play a fifty-five percent old Tom Kim. And no, that's a bad idea. <laughs> I, I'm maybe old guy Stewie Sink. Ah, dude, I listen. He, he played well last week. Didn't I'm he? thinking when we're out. talking about. Uh, People talk about these big ass greens and putting from a hundred yards away and everything else. And I think about Stu Sink winning that heritage without taking his wedge out and just putting from off the green all over the place and winning that. I'm not making a comp between Heritage and St. Andrews. I am just saying that if I'm looking for a six thousand dollar old guy, maybe Stu Sink, who has some open championship pedigree, kinda sort of. Um, yeah, so yeah, I, I, but I don't like anybody. I like maybe Mackenzie Hughes. I am not going chapter and verse on anybody else down here unless without more time to research. But first glance, no, this field sucks, and I'm gonna try to make my bones in the sevens and eights, and we'll see. Okay, okay, uh, Andy, what about you? Oh, all right, clear out, guys. Let's go. Um, <laughs> so, I I love Lucas Herbert. Yes. Uh, Back to the tank. Yeah, I absolutely love Lucas Herbert here. He does everything that I'm looking for. Uh, Dylan Fratelli might win the tournament. There we go. I talked about him last night. Fratelli Fratelli could fuck around and win this tournament. Like top five at the Masters, top five at Royal St. George's, T47 at the Scottish Open, but gained three off the T, 2.8 on approach. That's a bet. At three hundred to one, that's a bet. And then there's more. There's so many good plays down here. Um, I'm gonna ju- let me just okay. I'm gonna read Zach Johnson's open record to you. 
So Zach Johnson's played in <laughs> Zach Johnson's played in 16 opens. He's made 12 cuts. He's got eight top 25s, three top 10s, and he obviously won at St. Andrews. So he won the Open here at St. Andrews in 2015. But it's not just St. Andrews. T16, 2011. T9, 2012. T6, 2013. T12, 2016. T14, 2017. T17, 2018. Like over the last two decades, Zach Johnson is finishing top 25 in 50% of the Opens that he's played in. And he's 6,500, and you want to talk about a crafty old guy that can make the cut and course history. I'm just saying at Augusta, when we look at the Augusta leaderboard on Thursday and Friday, it's like Danny Willett and Carl Schwartzel. And St. Andrews is the same thing. It's like that kind of course. And Zach Johnson can make a cut here and probably like he's a good first round leader bet. He can make a cut here. And he's actually had... He's not done, done, done. Like 13th Valero, 23rd Colonial. He's still 14th Amex. Like he's, that's a good play, man, at 6,500. Yeah. You guys are, you guys are, Steve's oh, no. laughing. Jeff's oh, rolling I've, his eyes. Capper's hook, line, and sinker. Though. Oh, I've, I've got Capper on no, that. No, I've, played, I've been playing fucking ZJ. I think I, play, I played him at the PGA. Got kind of the same reason. Like, uh, right. And like that didn't work out. Went back to him with the Schwab. He got me a top 25. Like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's go ZJ. Yeah. And then one more guy that I'll throw out there. Keita Nakajima at 6,200 is a, could be a superstar and everyone's going to fly. <laughs> you guys aren't, uh, I wish it was on video. Keita Nakajima, he's $6,200. Okay. And, um, he's the number one amateur in the world and, uh, 28th at the Zozo. 41st at the Sony Open, miscut at the Masters, miscut at the U.S. Open. But at the U.S. Open, he hit the ball really well and just couldn't buy a putt. He's $6,200, and I think he is a supreme talent. There's a long history about you know the amateurs at St. Andrews, and he's going off in one of the games beforehand and playing with like he's playing in one of those ceremonial games, and he's just murdering the Japan Tour, and he's 6200 and I'm going to put him in two or three lineups. Perfect. Okay. Love it. All right. I definitely spelled his name wrong, but I wrote down 6,200. That's all right. I'll spell for you later. So I knew. I thought the Zach Johnson case was not terrible. No, it was great. I was kind of proud of that one. Yeah. I I like Zach Johnson. I I was laughing because, like, I I feel embarrassed to mention his name, but you already did it for me. So that's great. No, are you talking to me about earlier? You guys said no. I have no shame with these guys. No, I think the CJ case is fine. There's always one of these these guys, these old timers that just, like, Go to open championships because they're just really good there and they just finish like T35 or something. I think that's perfectly right. fine. Yeah, that's the perfect one of like the stats suck on him, but I know the pedigree and he's not complete dog shit. So I'm just going to play him. I think that's fine. And he wants to take out in Mushroom Tip uh, England before the next Ryder Cup. Like, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Yeah. It's a good point. <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, I got a couple other names down here. Um, I mean, Grio's been playing a little better lately. I mean, what is he like? Second at John Deere. TD Green's been hitting the ball better. The Irons have been coming back. He's got, I think, a pair of T12s at the open and sandwiched between like a couple like other miscuts. That's a guy I kind of liked a little bit. Um, I, 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 I'm a believer. I mean, I'm a sucker for how Tong Lee. I've always thought the kid has talent. Third at, I think, the at Burkdale. I think it was T33 at Carnoustie. I really looked at that Carnoustie one as far as like the firm and fast conditions. I like that he was top 40 there. Hit his irons. 
What's that? Yeah, so he won uh, the BMW International a couple weeks ago, I think. His iron's really good. Lost a billion off the tee, though. But, I mean, I think the off the tee stuff is going to be weird this week just because it's not just straight drivers. There's going to be a lot of options. And um, that's a guy I like, too. And then Sam Horsfield, I think he's a talented English player, 25 years old. Had a lot of good results on the Euro Tour. Got hurt in the middle of the year and came back and won the Sudal Open, fifth in London for Liv. He was fourth at the Desert Dubai Classic. Uh, 12 at HSBC Championship. Really good iron player. Um, decent putter, too. Um, like, he's been on the Euro Tour for, like, four years. He was a good college player, too. That's a guy I like. So, uh, those are my three. Capper, what about you? So, uh, I had Fratelli uh, written down, which uh, spells doom for him. Uh, hmm. And then I got Dietrich. Any thoughts on Dietrich? You are yeah. such a sucker for him. I am. I, like I fucking Dietrich. love Dietrich. He you won. Lo- like you love Dietrich. Dietrich. I'm not saying he it's a won bad me or, outright. I, I'm not saying it's a bad or good play. I just I know that that's your that's your boy. Yeah. He, yeah. Listen, he won me an outright. Uh, he played okay last week. Yeah, when did he win I'm, you an outright? I don't know. What, what did he win? Fucking last year, right right around the Herbert. Uh, I bet him there too. Oh, maybe he lost me an outright. No, I think he he lost you. He, he lost that playoff the to playoff. Uh, what's his name in the Scottish Open, yeah. right? Yeah. To uh, no, there, 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 there was another one that I think he lost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Matter of fact, he's cost me my. I don't give a shit. Going back to the uh, he looked he looked okay last week. <laughs> the, um, listen, when you bet as much as I do, like sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, that guy won me money. I'm like, wait a no, nope, that guy did not win me money. Um, well, yeah, I'm, I'm going back to him. He played okay last week. Um, I love the ZJ thing. Fucking yes, I'm fine with the the Lee. What do you guys think about Harding? Mm, no, he no. hasn't been good. He's a live, and he hasn't been good. I don't know what live. he's done at live. I don't know what he's not done good. Live. Not good. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at his European ball striking numbers. They've been what about pretty bad? What about going? Actually, back? he hasn't been terrible at live. I I retract that statement. He yeah. finished. I mean, I, I mean, the only thing I have for like T to green on him is he's losing like point two over his last fifty rounds. Losing like a stroke over his last twelve on European tour data. Like, nah. What about going back to Mitchell? He had a fucking great Sunday. So did you guys hear? Did you so? The guy that came on my podcast, uh, Dave Tindall, was talking about how Keith Mitchell has this big St. Andrews connection with yeah, his like, I, I, sister. I warned Capper last week that that was going to... Yeah, is stuff. that a thing? Yeah. I had yeah. no idea. I so just was, heard he, about he, it. He talked about it. So he actually... So Mitchell did a cool... This must have been like three, four weeks ago at this point. Um, so it was right before the US Open when he did make the Open. Um, and he called into the PGA Tour radio to give his thoughts on Liv. And it was a great interview if you guys want to really? listen to it. It was really good. Really well thought out. Like... I wasn't expecting a bulldog to talk that well, so or speak that well. So uh, I was very impressed. And he, he talked about his St. Andrews connection. Uh, his sister went there, and I guess he's played there a bunch. Um, and so, but whatever. Like he's sixty nine hundred. That Sunday round was pretty fucking good, man. Made the cut, played well on Sunday. I don't think he's going to be that chalky. Like I don't mind going back to Mitchell. He, he, he hits it long off the tee. He can make pots. Yeah, I'm fine with Mitchell. So those those mm-hmm. are my guys that apparently. I'm gonna to have to play some Nakajima. Hell oh, yeah. what about Luke List? Sub two percent, Luke List. He he boned me pretty hard last week, but listen, I get fucked by. I'm not gonna say because it it's gonna get clipped. I players disappoint me all the time, <laughs> and you, you're still gonna go back to him. Right? Is, like, is he yeah. gonna draw? No, owner? I love Luke List. He's he like gonna... my golf player comp. Like I play golf like Luke List. Oh really? You, yeah. You can't putt. I can't putt. Did you but just did you get a new putter? Yeah. Hasn't helped. Not. No help? 
No help. No. Yeah, but like, no. is Luke List going to draw ownership because if the narrative is bomb and gouge, like, and he's going to mm. get balls? Good point. But no one down here, I think the general sentiment is kind of what Jeff said is that, like, fuck the sixes. Right. Exactly. No one in the sixes is going to be concerning. I've made lineups with two 10K guys and a high 8K guy and have been perfectly fine with my two picks in the six. Dude, my like my Rory Nakajima ZJ lineups are yeah. fucking fire. Dirty. Fire. <laughs> I love these things so much on Wednesday night and then fucking Thursday afternoon. I'm like, what a fucking asshole I am. Why did I think this guy was gonna do anything? What about Kitayama? He was coming off that good finish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A late ad. Yeah. Is he gonna be owned? No. Is he be a low on guy? Nope. He'll be they'll all be low on down here. Yeah, you can play. I like Kitayama. That's fine. I'm just saying, I, I don't know. I'm looking at this ad names added to the field. Yeah. I can't believe I didn't see Aaron Wise there. That's a, Steve, that's yeah, a great Steve, call. That's a, I also agree. I like I like the Wise call. I might actually I have to. I'm going to have to look at that. But um, anyway, sorry. I didn't mean I, to interrupt. I, I liked it until Jeff just mushed it. Just like I want to say one thing. I heard you guys talking about caddies yesterday. Yes. And... I was just doing some thinking during the show. If you look at the guys above 10,000, and I'm not shitting on anybody's picks, but all those all those guys have like like professional long-term caddies, where, you know, you got Bones and JJ and Adam Hayes and uh what's his name who was on Bubba's bag and Yeah, Sheffler's got and, great and, and Greller and then you got Rory's buddy, you know, Harry. I don't know. I just think that I it, that's something to think about. Yeah. So, Andy, I know you said you haven't listened to anything. So last night I brought up the point, like, I want a guy who has a caddy who's been familiar with this place, right? And, like, where mm. can I find data on which caddy is very familiar with this place? Because I feel like it's going to be very important on where to hit the ball, whether it's going to be burnt out or not. Like, I feel like it's going to be important that the caddy has knowledge of the course. All right. I mean, like, so, so let's think about this for a second. So back when Rory was playing St. Andrews, he had, I think, J.P. Fitzgerald on the bag. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has played the Dunhill with Harry, though. Okay. So he's at least, I mean, it's a pro app. Like, he hasn't won a major since he switched caddies, right? That is, he isn't. What? That's technically true. I'm just saying, if it's important to you, yeah, that's a nugget. Well, I don't think anybody likes Rory here besides me. No, I don't think it listen. Is. No, that's not. I, true. It's unbettable. There might be listeners gonna be, that if like twenty five percent owned. I'm not going to play him. The highest, okay. uh, highest owned guy at the highest price. Like, I'm surprised you'll you'll play him. I don't know. We'll see. He thinks he's going to win. That, I haven't. That doesn't matter. Andy has decision. yelled at me about playing a DFS. No, hundred percent. Yeah, I could think he's going to win right now and have zero percent of him by yeah, Wednesday night. Did. We'll see. Hundred percent. Andy has scolded me on numerous occasions. Right. Um, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to interrupt. And uh, no, let's wrap up because I want to hear why Steve is so grumpy. Oh no, this is an off. It's an offline conversation. Yeah, it's off, that's it's what I'm off. saying. I'm dying oh, to hear. He wants to go offline. Right. Yeah, yeah. I want to go offline. All right, fuck it. We've already. We've all. We said our shit. It's been about an hour and forty minutes. Uh, we got outright a whole, time. A whole bunch of oh, outrights. That's right. Does anybody yes. have anything yet? I was waiting for the win. I only have one. Thing. Yeah, I only have stuff because I just thought the numbers were bad. It fits like my little trend thing, but I, I'm waiting. Okay, so. for Telly, for Telly, three hundred. I'm gonna go bet him right now. <laughs> you should, five bucks. <laughs> Throw five bucks. I on bet it. you I'm throwing for, twenty dollars on it. Why not? Okay, it's for Telly, yeah, for Telly, five, for Telly, three hundred. Uh, Leishman, one hundred. 
Set. Okay, like it. Okay. All right. Jeff, what about you? I have not placed any outright bets yet. I'm I'm waiting. Uh, I think the Open is the one event that you have to wait. Okay. The future markets and everything else. But I'm going to have to make a decision. I, I want to see how many people take Cam Smith. I think he's going to take the place of Leishman in terms of an Aussie that plays well at the Open this year. Mm. Uh, I took Cam Smith. 30 to 1 when it opens. Fuck it. Grabs it. So, yeah, but yeah. So, if, if, if everyone's doing that, then that's probably a bad sign, Capper. Yeah, I'm aware. Thanks, Jeff. So, Appreciate I don't know. Everybody. But you were right at the players, you know? And he it's was. My, it's my hometown course, so I got it back to back. Yes, it's fine. A person <laughs> that you don't love, Jeff, is quite high on Cam Smith. Oh, that's all I needed to know. Uh, <laughs> do you know how long of a list? That is that, that people. There are a lot of people. That that I just, it's really not that long of a list of people you don't like. Right. Eddie, did you recently golf with this person? I did. Oh, yeah. I know who it is. Though. It's not that long of a list, Kirshner. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I was going right. to say, do I do I check his passive voice usage in his columns? Uh, yeah. All right. Um, so the only ones I got placed is just because of numbers. Um, Lock. I mean, I mean, last week it was. <laughs> Cross that out. <laughs> okay. uh, I don't understand what just happened. Fine. Never mind. Um, Xander 26, Neiman at 70, Homer 90. I don't think Neiman or Homer are winning, but I just think the numbers are wrong. Oh, I forgot. I I, I, I bet, bet Neiman by accident. Where'd you uh, get I mean, Neiman 70? That's my it was I love a, that guy. A very obscure number. And Homer at 90. Like I just I just think it's wrong. It's that number. Um hmm. and then other guys I'm on my radar, like Spieth, Scheffler. Cam Smith, Finau. That's the guy I didn't mention because it was popular. I really like Finau this week. Me too. Love yeah, Finau. I mean, open championship history, Augusta history, and his iron's great. Like, fits a lot of those statistical categories I was looking for. Just, I really like him this week. So, I'm, I'm okay. waiting, though, to see what it is. And then maybe Hideki, depending on where it drifts. I, I think I'm a little higher on you on him than, uh, than you are, Andy, but I mean, I have some concerns as well. It's more just like... Just the narrative, like if it is going to be firm and fast, I like that type of profile he brings. So, but we'll see. So, yeah, I like it. Real, real quick, just rapid fire. Who's your pick to win? Just one guy to win. Who wins it? 150th Open at St. Andrews. Who wins? I'm going to take Spieth then. Okay. I'll go for Telly. I'll go for Rory. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm, I'm, taking, I, I'm taking Xander. Wow. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I hope you're right, man. Yeah, Nothing would make me happier. I really, I had an idea that Scheffler is going to be like really in the mix coming down. The I like you that imagine that lot. season yeah. if Scheffler takes down the Masters oh and the my 150th God. Open? Yeah. I, I will be, I will be so freaking happy if it's Xander or Scheffler because then Z- Scheffler will pass Robin Majors. You know, I already have a oh tweet bookmarked. Because uh, people keep people keep telling me that Scotty's on a heater and Rom has this sustained run of excellence. Week of November twenty seventh, if Scotty can hang on to world number one for week of November twenty seventh, longer than John Rom was ever world number one. Oh, yes. I have God. that marked in my calendar, and he's got to do the only guy that could really fuck this up is Rory. So, yeah. 
but Scheffler has a good lead. I've been digging deep into the the, the divisor stuff with the official world golf rankings because yes. I'm really heavily invested in Scheffler being world number one longer than Rob. I love that. I need a girlfriend, guys. That's <laughs> yeah, you do, buddy. Holy shit! You you're in L.A. and now you're in New York in the summertime. Go down the shore, man. I mean, do something. I've got, yeah, I got some, (laughs) just far, literally at one forty-seven minute of the podcast, just catching strays left and right. (laughs) Anyway, all right, fucking, uh, I guess, uh, plug your shit, Jeff. All right, Wednesday nights, eight o'clock, Nagels Bagels, my YouTube channel. Uh, I just do a little, a little preview show. I think it's a little different than what you would normally hear. If you haven't checked it out yet, come check it out. Thank you. If you like to be yelled at by a grumpy man from New Jersey, that is your spot. You probably deserve it. Sometimes I do. (laughs) All right. Andy, uh, we got five minutes to plug all your shit. Go ahead, buddy. I just go to my Twitter, uh, uh, ADP Lack Sports. I've been... My new thing is I've been in this battle with the shot tracker accounts. I'm trying to expose new core oh, yeah. golf. I mean, that's been me and Tron's thing this morning, the no laying up guy there. Um, no, but in all seriousness, uh, my podcast I put out uh, with Dave Tyndall. That one's out, betting picks. That one's good. And then um, the drafting show with Kobe tomorrow, which should be excellent. He, uh, he was the guy that all the texts that I was reading uh earlier in the show were from him he was just in at st andrews so that'll be a good one uh inside golf podcast apple spotify all those good places you can find me there all right yeah. go rate and review it and we got uh i posted your boy for next week for a shitty tournament i'm glad he agreed to go on we'll probably just recap the open uh but oh yeah. kobe i was yeah, gonna kobe. say yeah okay yeah but yeah, i mean look i think it was your guys podcast that got me back actually into DMS instead of just throwing my shit into it. So uh, thank you guys for another addiction. Thanks. Uh, and uh, Steve, what do you got, baby? Uh, no, that's it. Uh, Toronto, we'll have Pamela Maldonado of Yahoo Sports to break down the rest of the betting card. That's it. All right. You guys know where to find me, Boston Cap, Boston underscore Capper on Twitter. Uh, I guess not the Slack channel anymore. Uh, we have. Yeah, our RIP What's Slack. What's it called? Uh, Discord. Discord. We have a Discord yes. channel now. Discord. Basically, basically the same thing. Basically the same thing. I'll yeah. figure out the link and I'll get in there eventually. You know, I do with technology. Other than that, it's the last major of the season. So fucking sad, but it's a big one, man. 150 at St. Andrews, the Open. Don't break the fucking door.